Orange in the Central West's 105.1 Triple M. We're brought to you thanks to Harvey Norman in the Orange Grove Homemaker Centre. The power of the mind, the power of your brain this morning. That's what we're going to be talking about. And you might be surprised that this notion of you can't teach an old dog new tricks perhaps doesn't hold up to be true. Anthony Benici's with us from MoveMountains.com and BrainBlinkers.com. Good morning, mate. Good morning, Gilly. How you doing? Yeah, can you teach an old dog new tricks? Yeah, you can, mate. You can. And um, the old adage of, I love how you started that, the uh, the old dog, you can't teach an old dog new tricks, is age old because prior to about, well, prior to the 21st century, let's call it that, they're cut off. You know, in the 20th century and before, it really was um, observed that people over the age of 10 <laughs> find it really difficult to change. Mm. And so the old, the, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. tricks. But indeed, the, the adage also, I guess, shows that when you've got a young dog, i.e. a kid, they're like sponges. And we know that to be true, right? And what we do know about the, the structure of the brain is that it, we, in, in humans, in kids, it is really malleable, really like Play-Doh, if you like, when we're between the ages of zero and seven. That's why we, I know we've spoken a little bit in the past about this, but the, that's the idea when we get imprinted with our beliefs, Right, so our brain's right. that changeable. You could teach them anything new, learn a new language, uh, a new skill, and it's it's really easy. And we marvel at our kids. We all know this. Anyone listening right now, you know what I'm talking about is that you see a kid with something new, anything new, like any particular skill or language or whatever it may be, and they, they pick it up really quickly. And then we get jealous because we go, oh, gosh, wish I could be like that. Mm. The fact of the matter is, in, in most of the work of the 21st century so far, there's a field of, of neuroscience called neuroplasticity, which is basically our brain's much more plastic. It's not plastic, but plastic-like, yep. malleable, changeable than we ever thought. And there's been lots of studies, and one of the best books on this is a book called The Brain That Changes Itself. And it's by Professor Norman Deutsch, American professor of, of psychiatry. Fascinating guy, fascinating book, talking about how people have had remarkable changes when you know they might have had half their brain removed from a, you know, a car accident or something, and they give them no chance of living, let alone functioning. And the brain changes, and that's at 30 years of age or 50 years of age. Mm. So what we do know is it's much more changeable. It's just that it does become a bit harder for us to make those changes work. What about the other obstacles that we put in there, emotional obstacles, et cetera? Uh, you know, uh, those things are further barriers, I guess, to allowing the brain to do its natural function in changing and adapting? Yeah, of course. So the more we tell ourselves that we can't, just by way of example, if we tell ourselves we can't change, then our brain will look for ways that it can't change. Uh, okay, there's a part of the brain called the reticular activating system. So that part of the brain, basically, whatever you suggest to it, it will look for it. And that's why it's hard to change. So if we get emotionally tied to being, let's say, hopeless at maths, right? And Let's say your partner's good at maths, right, and, and numbers, right? And you keep saying to yourself, yeah, I'm, I'm rubbish at it, but my partner's good at it. I'm no good at it. I'm no good at it. Even though, so we become sort of wedded. We wear it like a badge, okay? Yep. And what happens is our brain will look for that. It will look for evidence of the thing we suggest to it. So it'll look for evidence of being rubbish at maths so that when you get numbers wrong, your brain goes, oh, see, told you so. You're no good at this. <laughs> and that's how the habits stay so firm. And it's not until we can... I guess, really challenge that underlying belief to go, mm, I've been saying this for 20 years or 40 years, and I know it to be true because I've never let it even have a chance of changing. Mm. What if it changed? And that's the work we do in Brain Blinkers, which is to get people to understand what would be a better belief than the limiting belief of, I can't 
you know, I'm, I'm hopeless at numbers or whatever, whatever that belief may be. And then when you try that on, it's like trying on a new pair of duds. You put them on and go, oh, geez, they fit okay, actually. And that new belief can then, over time, a couple of months' worth of work, really start to tra- transform your behaviour. Yep, so there it is. You can teach an old dog new tricks, ladies and gentlemen, and you can improve your brain to be it at its absolute best. And the man with the keys is Anthony Benici. You can find out more at brainblinkers.com. Thanks for your time this morning, mate. Have a good day. You too, buddy.